Top Shelf Fantasy. What an eventful week. What an eventful second attempt at a podcast. (laughs) The crack wasn't quite as good as the previous one. Little technical difficulties (laughs) in the studio. Tom, remember... Everything's on one desk now. Settings will change. <laughs> you need to reset them. With a Mac, I'm actually pretty sure that I can just automate all the different changes I need to do, so I should probably just do that. It seems uh, like a whole thing. There's a thing on the keyboard. I mean, it's only been 183 podcasts now. Yeah. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We're just hitting our groove. We're coming up on 200, though. It is. We are coming up on 200, yeah. I, we won't hit 200 by the end of the year, but 200 will probably end up being the beginning of Through 2022. Summertime. Yeah. I would say it sets up perfect with the beginning with of next season. The, no, I would say with Dynasty Weekend. Yeah, I was going to say close to Dynasty. It could be close, close to, to draft weekend. time even, uh, depending if we we're hit talking, a few. Like, we're you know. talking we are going to have draft stuff. We are going to have, you know, we have to declare winners on the fantasy football season. We have, you know, other yeah. future development stuff for dynasty and there will be a break but i would i would say 200 it'll be it'll be close well yeah i'm thinking we probably get through like 190 190 195 by the end of the regular well, regular season or the fantasy season this year oh yeah i mean we're still, we're still doing two a week, week we're 15. 184 for next week 85 86 for the following 87 88 for the championship yeah. rounds maybe we hit nine, uh, 190 on a wrap up and then uh, probably like an end of year. Well, we have the end of rankings. year power hour, yeah, yeah. So, and, and we'll definitely find ways to make sure that's two hundred on Dynasty <laughs> Weekend. Then no, we never manipulate. I mean, sixty nine yeah. was never manipulated. To <laughs> that is on true. The first. That one wasn't. That's just it serendipitous. Uh, the I mean, the one hundred. It didn't matter. We did the Centurion for that. So yeah, yeah I don't know. The next milestone is yeah two hundred. And I don't know. We can't do a double Centurion. That no. means we'll die. No, no, the, the Centurion was bad enough. We had no. to check into Rise, Massachusetts briefly after that. <laughs> uh, they stopped sponsoring us. Uh, TopShelfFantasy.com, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TopShelfFNTSY. It's getting to that point in the season now where uh, there's really, like, you made your bed in, and you're just kind of living in yep. it. Uh, but what a disaster of the week for the NFL. I mean, we mm-hmm. the, the reason this podcast is late, we had so many, we were sitting here watching the Rams game, like, I on, on Gamecast, by the way, because we weren't allowed to watch it. Yeah, <laughs> on a Tuesday night, like football, then we take tomorrow off. We'll have a nice little breather, and then we're back at football on Thursday. And then it's Thursday night football, which yeah. already have people uh, on the COVID list. Yep. Yeah, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I, I think it was. I think it's the Browns play on Thursday. If 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 memory serves me right, if it's even if it's not them, there's a team that played either on Monday. I think it was on Monday that we'll play on Thursday. I'm like, this doesn't make sense. Like, how does this not get or pushed back? Or maybe it's that they played on Monday and they play on Saturday or something That's, like that. The Browns play Saturday. Okay, um, so, Nin- Niners-Titans is Thursday, but Saturday is Browns-Packers. And like you said, okay, so there this is. is Browns-Packers. So Browns still kind of fighting for a playoff spot. I don't think they're dead in the water with what no, happened with not, everybody else. Right. Um, so fighting for a playoff spot as the Packers just continue to roll. I mean, they're yeah. to their top of the NFC. And the Browns still don't have their guys starting to test negative. Like last I heard, the Weasley still have positive tests all through that locker room. Correct. So, yes. Yeah. Like, well, we'll, we're going to go through you know some of the fantasy guys, Craig. I think you've been monitoring monitoring it pretty closely, and you said across the league, there's about a hundred people that tested positive just today. I mean, they have no, no, no asymptomatic, no, no. fully vaccinated players testing positive, unless you've. Heard so, something different. So at first I was saying this is looking like it'll get 100. Yesterday morning, it sounded terrible because that was the first day that did target testing. And 51 NFL players went on COVID yesterday, 23 on today. And within the last seven days, 213 football players have been on the COVID list. Jesus. Um, I have a list here about 15 or 20 that are actually relevant. Like actual names that are going to like quarterbacks that we need to see come off the COVID list for me yeah. though i'm going the other way if i'm head coach i'm saying do you have COVID? oh yes you do go make out with everybody in the locker room mandatory like let's just get the whole <laughs> team mandatory we let's will get the whole COVID. team sick we'll be done with this and then you're good for the playoffs like well i mean but you look at like guys like amari cooper that he i mean he was having symptoms yeah like out of coming out right. of the bye week i mean you're looking at two weeks i mean do you really want to be putting your 
and that was during, right before Thanksgiving. He had missed that game. He I mean, I get three. the se- I get the sentiment. <laughs> Should have done like, it like week thirteen, and done with like a little but, early. Uh, yeah, I mean, do it when the the games don't matter, especially for us fantasy players. I mean, this was this was brutal. I know. What's well, it? Made game the on a whole, Tuesday night. Realistically, we made the whole year kind of unscathed. I mean, there was a few here and there, but then all of a sudden, first week of playoffs. Yeah, you have like twenty players out. And it, I mean, and it makes it difficult for leagues on like, how do you manage it? How do you take care of it? I mean, last year we were suggesting, you know, allow your guys to do the manipulation of, uh, you know, if this game gets canceled, give me a backup and we'll put yep. the guy in. I sent it out to a handful of leagues. I get, I get maybe a guy responded to it. In one league, nobody responded to it. Well, yeah, actually, I, sent I, it I responded it to one. You were, you were two of my leagues. I had, um, I had responses. Um, but, but you it was, just see how far and away it was from everybody's like forefront of like I like it was almost like people just didn't want COVID to impact the playoffs and it was just <laughs> like yeah. trying to brute force it not be. I mean, luckily it didn't. Luckily, all the games got played. The so. games got played, right? Yeah, I mean, games got games are getting played. That's the important part. And whether your players have COVID or they're hurt or whatever it might be, like you have access to waivers. Like, go pick guys up. I don't I don't know what right. else to tell you at this point. Be prepared. You're gonna have to deal with it. Some you're not gonna make it through the season probably well it, it ever again without a COVID freaking case. Like yeah. this is just it's the way it's gonna be for a while. So it's I mean get get ready to deal with it. I mean you're looking at a league. Uh, the NFL is claiming that they're 95 percent vaccinated. So okay, five percent more people get vaccinated, and you're still testing the vaccinated asymptomatic people who are testing positive. So there's no end for this. Like right. whether it's no. vaccines or whether it's nothing, you're going to have COVID cases. Just deal with it. And however you, however your league decides it, and make sure that everybody understands those rules. Well, I, it, it makes it. it sorry, Craig, but I was going to say it makes it difficult when you can't plan for it. Right. right. So like we're a Sunday morning us, COVID case out of nowhere, and we right yeah we testing do the before the game. Yeah, yeah, we do continuous waivers, so that's just not an option. But yeah. I think that that is where it's there's, like make sure your bench is ready to go. Right. There's if, one thing else I had noticed this week. To it adds into the whole COVID versus flu thing is you've seen way more the injury tag is illness and the guy sat out of practice and that is definitely a flu thing and they're they're trying to get them out of practice rather than having them play like before they may not have ever reported it but i have never seen more of the illness tag or non-covid related illness than i have right. ever seen in the last two right. weeks right well cuz if they say oh this guy is covid they right. have to go on the COVID list as opposed to right. identifying and, and, it as a non-COVID thing. Right. Like, and they, oh, and this guy got uh, this guy's been shitting his brains up. Right, like, exactly. And to the point I'm trying to make is, is there's now that added of the flu. Like, people back in what the 1980s or even 1990s, who was the guy that taped his ass shut? Like, yeah, like they would go on the field now oh, with an illness like a flu. They're keeping them out. <laughs> and well, for in years there. They just jacked you up with whatever they could give you and say, you're going to feel fine. You'll be able to make it through the game. You might, you might shit your pants, but you're not even going to realize it. Yeah. Like, just <laughs> is what it is. But now they're probably like, hey, can you maybe not shoot the players up so in case they do have COVID, we can go test them for it right. uh, and we will know what their symptoms are? It's it's just, it's a you know, it's a catch-22 across the board. It's a, a double-edged sword, whatever cliche you want to use. It's, I don't know, it's brutal. It sucks. We got to deal with it. Yeah. I, I think we did a, a good job. I mean, the NFL's done, you know, a yeah. decent job. I mean, imagine if they just cancel the games outright, you know, yeah. weeks ago. I'm, I mean, that's happy. massive for the playoffs. You, you simply playoffs. can't have canceled games right? because of and, – and I know they don't give a shit about fantasy, but from a fantasy perspective, the second you cancel one game, the entire season is thrown off. I mean, you lose players, just outright lose them for a week, but they're going to play that game at some point, whether it's week 18, 19, or extra yeah. created weeks – so what, what am I going to go back for four, five, six plus weeks and say, oh, well, I actually won in week six because Tyler Lockett just scored 20 points in a makeup game. It, it is a makeup game. Now I'd like yeah. to be in the playoffs that we've already started. Like, right. Or actually, you know, it would, it would yeah. already be concluded. Right. So. And, and I mean, it, it is good to see that the NFL is just, you know, trying to make the thing happen. The, the, the problem is the NFL is also like money mongers. So like from a fantasy perspective for us, it's it's a good thing that the NFL is greedy. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, we're squeezing his much money out of you. Yeah, so they're not. Sit, they're not sitting out games. They're not losing ad revenue. They're not losing uh, ticket sales. They're not. I mean, they're not losing vendor sales. They're, well, it's just not even simply the NFL not going to happen. It's it's the broadcasts too, right? right? So they lose the money. And we were talking about this. The reason we didn't get to see the last the Rams game was because it was the second Fox game at four o'clock. Yep. For what we would have been able to see right. on Red Zone, 
but now we can't yeah, see it. It was just it. so blacked out. It was <laughs> the first time in my entire life that I felt blacked out from looking at a game. <laughs> we were watching a live streamed YouTube uh, and radio. Gamecast. Like, yeah, it was it was the, the strangest thing in the 21st century. I can't actually watch a football game. Yeah, and for and like for some reason, you can't get like an overflow channel for Fox where it's you, like, Fox Two. Yeah, Fox, Fox Two, Fo- whatever, yeah. whatever the heck it might be. They just want to run their whatever their Tuesday programming at seven o'clock is, or you know, five, six, seven, yeah, eight, nine. The, you know, the NFL the, is just going to come out and be like, "Well, then buy the NFL Game Pass." Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. I already buy Red Zone. Yeah. That's way too expensive. Uh, all right. Well, sticking on the topic of COVID, yeah, we, Craig, well. you you put together the the list. You carved out the fantasy relevant players. We're going to start with with big boy. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, Tyree yeah. Kill and Travis Kelsey. They're the most recently hit. They okay. just threw well, like... Well, it's probably the two biggest six, names. Six on... Yeah, exactly. They threw like six on today and yesterday. And that's Tyree... Yeah, Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey. Yeah, either one of these guys sits out. That's massive. I mean, especially Huge. with Casey, who's pushing for the one seed right now in, in the East and... and or sorry, in the, in the AFC and the buy that comes with it. So... Two big guys to lose down the stretch. Do you know what the... I know they also changed the uh, coming off of the COVID list protocol. Do you know what that is off the top of your head? Like, is there a shot the these guys was. play? I don't know what the exact change was. I think there was actually... I think it's still the, two the, negative tests. It's still two negative tests. It's still the whole 10-day thing. Um, but I, I know if you're vaccinated, it's, you know, you know, it's two negative tests regardless of how many days. Like, it can be... You can be back in 48 hours. Okay. Um, unlikely... I mean, and that's also if you're asymptomatic. Um, I think if you have symptoms, you're still, you know, just you, you still have to take, you know, the time off until you're asymptomatic. I, I'm not entirely sure all the exact rule changes. I tried to figure it out. All I know is the testing changed. And if there's someone that's near someone um, closer now is, you know, being targeted. And that's that's where, you know, yesterday it got freaky was... They had said, "Oh, there's going to be a a big big change. Like 51 players were added on, which was the most this season uh, so, in one day." So this is what I'm reading right now, um, and this is 10 hours ago. The NFL is overhauling its testing strategy, saying it will no longer conduct regular testing of vaccinated players who show no signs of illness. The new policy could keep teams from losing key players. Evidently, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, everybody else we're about to talk about is still showing symptoms of of something. The problem. Is the okay. symptoms of COVID are everything stuff you know? Right. Boom, COVID. Like, have you had a sneeze in the last twenty four hours? Boom, COVID. Go COVID. You yeah, just yeah. Sniffle, COVID. sniffle. COVID. Like uh, everything. So, shooting your brains out. Yeah. So, I mean, I was pooping a lot one day. <laughs> you know. And I, I mean, quite honestly, <laughs> sir, I drank last night. Please don't look at my. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was in a parking lot playing softball with my friends, and uh, this anal leak is quite normal. So, but it, but it sounds like that the the return policy is still about the same. Vaccinated, two negative tests. So if so, you're unvaccinated, so what it was it's ten was, days with negative tests. Two correct. negative tests. So what it was was they were tested every day, right? Now it's you you don't have to get tested if you're not showing symptoms, which yep, is that's what it seems that to. will help. Yeah, help not get people not, on it, right? But it won't help people get off of it. And if Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey are on it, right, that's an issue. They still uh, said vaccinated players may be subject to strategic and targeted tests. So I'm sure that's just a kin- like don't let a guy go a whole season without getting tested. You know, well right. from from what I heard is the more you know COVID that was in a in a room there there that's the target right is you know we want to find we want to try and get every possible person that has it away from everyone else as soon as possible. So, yeah. like, the Washington football team's defense, there was, like, 15 of them that were on the COVID well, list. Well, and you were talking about they were talking about going into a bubble, which I'm assuming you heard off of your right. fantasy through, life little app thing. Not through that. It was through when us, I was but... looking up all the new COVID stuff. And it was it was because, you know, had it got, and, and you know, it's still, it's, it's bad right now. If it got really, really bad that there was, you know, the the thought of the, you know, possibly going to the bubble for the for the NFL playoffs, not for fantasy playoffs, but for the NFL playoffs. Um we'll see what happens in the next couple of weeks, but it's a thought that they talked about. I mean, they had winter meetings like a week yeah. ago. It's just and, so hard in the NFL when you look at the importance of a home field advantage that everybody absolutely. fights for to go into a bubble and then lose that. You then you have I mean fan bases like New England that travel well won't be as affected as 
you know, well, say Cleveland makes it in, the you know, the mm-hmm. blue collar worker in Cleveland is not flying out to pay Gillette Stadium prices right. and well, Massachusetts no. hotel prices. No, that's not the bubble that the NFL did in the very beginning when COVID hit in 2020 for the NFL. They, their bubbles were keeping all players and staff and anyone in a hotel on their own their own field and everything. Yeah, like so I mean, in their own city. So. That's what I'm. Okay. That bubble, not the NBA not bubble. Not the NBA or all in Orlando. Yeah. Okay. Not that kind of bubble. Well, yeah. I mean, that to be honest though was the one bubble that appeared most effective was keeping everybody isolated yeah, in one right. one arena, one or not one hotel. Obviously, no teams, fans. But, I mean, it was it was so weird. No. And and I mean, I don't think anybody wants to see that. The no fans kind of stuff is really changes the game. I mean, you heard even the yeah. players say like with no crowd noise, it's a completely different football atmosphere, completely look at, different look game. Look at the difference between re- uh, revenue or the uh, salary cap extension in, in one year with fans. It went up like 18 million without fans. It went down eight or whatever the hell it was. Yeah, absolutely nuts. Yeah. If we have fans for our dynasty league and we could increase our salary cap, that'd be fantastic. Uh, NASCAR's <laughs> solution was to go to esports. <laughs> just just give everybody just give, just a, a give 11 players a controller on offense Grab, and pick up the sticks kid <laughs> figure it out uh imagine right, let's, let's toss out some more COVID, right. covid players uh well hold on so tyree kill travis kelsey on the covid list yes everyone and these craig is will continue to walk us through the the covid list guys uh cole, cole beasley was most recently added um that's one to i um i have sammy Watkins on here um but that was you know now that i'm thinking of it i don't know if he's really that relevant Dude, yeah, week 16 sammy. <laughs> week 16 sammy week 16 sammy um alan robinson again not really fantasy relevant but he's on it that could mean things for other players on the team like darnell mooney who also had another good week Kareem Hunt, I believe, is still injured, but he's on the COVID list. This is where it well, gets to the, to the Browns because you got Baker Mayfield and Jarvis Landry still on the COVID right. list. Right. So I actually want to pause here because they tested positive last for week. COVID last week. It was and like they, last Monday. It's been they, a week. And they got retested yesterday and still, still tested on positive. It. Still on it. So, yeah. Brutal. They're not good. good. Those good. ones, exactly. When you're on it that long, you're showing symptoms and it's not good. And the, and the longer you're impacted by COVID, you have to imagine the more drastic and severe the respiratory effects and absolutely and, look know, at lamar jackson last year look yeah. at cam newton how and how withered you're getting off of it i mean I, i've mentioned this before i lost 20 pounds in, in 10 days so if they're going if you're a professional football player and you lose 10 20 pounds you need another week to recover because you're, you're not you're not trotting out there to play pro football yeah, 20 pounds down from the weight you're used to you'll die i mean yeah. it, could, it could make some of these guys quicker <laughs> yeah <laughs> well I mean, sammy Watkins, might. i mean Shit, we should give uh, what's his name COVID. Who? Who's the Who's the tight end who came in for the Giants that we were always making fun of? God damn, Kelvin, Kelvin Benjamin. Benjamin. <laughs> Him and Eddie Lacy, give them COVID. They'll be fine. They'll be on the football field. So uh, this, you know what? I'm actually even just thinking about this. There was a new There was a new list. I, I got this off of CBSSports.com. Thank you very much for giving an inaccurate list because I am now just thinking. I know Kendrick Bourne is on the uh, COVID list. Yeah, Kendrick and Bourne he did. Today. I he did not show up. Um, yeah, that was that was today. Um, I saw an earlier tweet, and there were a few extra well, names on there that skirted on the list, and I'm like, why didn't anyone tell me? <laughs> yeah, well, so we will end up doing another podcast Thursday. Thursday. Um, and, you know, whether we're all in person, remote, whatever. But we will have an updated list because that will be the start and sit podcast where it's like, if yeah. you have guys on Thursday still on the COVID list, anticipate them not being in your lineup. Right. And we'll make sure that that whole full list is there. But for now... These are the guys that get on there. I mean, and after so, we go to the Browns, you go to the... Yeah, so Jared Goff was just put on the list yesterday. Um, so he has, you know, that's that's a that's a questionable one. I mean, we had Baker Mayfield test on, on Monday, and he didn't play. So now we have uh, Jared Goff test on Monday. That's going to be interesting. Um, uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling had another good game for Cree Bay. The guy just can't seem to just string a couple <laughs> he games can't together. Stay healthy. He can't stay on the field multiple weeks in a row. <laughs> like Alexander Madison was an early one of last week, and he's still on the list. Kadarius Tony, same thing. And then Tyler Lockett and Alex Collins, uh, their team played today, which is Tuesday, and they tested positive again still today. Um, and those guys were on it probably midweek. So... You know, if you're still positive today, that, that that means that your your next week is impacted. So that's you know, and and a lot of these players too that you had seen come off the COVID list, like even look at tonight, Odell Beckham, 
you know, they were on the COVID list. They missed practice. They didn't really utilize them that much. Like that's going to happen when you're out. You're not going to get the practice reps, and they're not going to count on you. And these are just the offensive guys in your fantasy lineups. We were talking last week when you think about the offensive linemen, the uh, centers, uh, you know, all those players that also have a piece in offense that aren't going to be there that don't have the opportunity. And it was specific to, you know, uh, I think it was the Rams that were going into the intensive thing. Rams, Vikings, Bears, Browns, Browns, um, and then... um, wasn't Washington Washington one of football them? team, yeah. Uh, As a matter of fact, what pissed me off was when I was doing my write-ups for my starts and sets. It worked, but the Washington football team's entire defensive line was on the COVID list. They postponed the game, and they all got to play. It's like, damn it. Well, so <laughs> what was interesting to me about all of that was, so they postponed it, and I was texting you about this. Then the Philadelphia Eagles started to have guys yeah. test positive. Yeah. Philly's like, well, what the fuck? You postponed it for them. Yeah. And now we have guys coming. Are you going to postpone it for us? So that's like, that's kind of where it's like, oh, too bad, so sad. And where I almost would rather the NFL just say, just play the game. You know, we'll increase the roster size and you can go and get players that are healthy and you can play them. We're not going to wait for you guys and play the game. I completely agree because I don't remember when Tyler Lockett went on the um, COVID list, but it was probably either Sunday or Saturday. And so. That's a player that didn't get to play, but would have been able to play, you know, had he played their game. Because if I'm not mistaken, I think Seattle had that other Saturday. I think game. they had the other Saturday game I'm, against. I'm the not Rams. entirely sure, but that's what you run or into. It was Washington, right. or it was Washington. It's Philly. creating like a not a favoritism, but right an unfair advantage for one team. I mean, okay, cool. You got cases earlier, so then you cleared more players by the extension game of Tuesday, but my guy got sick on Sunday, so now yeah. I don't like have now five I have days to start Kendall Hinton. two, <laughs> even though he was good to play yesterday. It's exactly. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a slippery slope. Just keep slope. the game. Right, say, hey, listen, sucks to suck. Start Your game time is 1 o'clock. Get who you can out there. And like you said, if you want to expand practice squads and, and let you do some like last-minute emergency pickups, fine. Maybe you absolve their contracts and you you know pay them out for you you know they those one day ten day contracts whatever they are won't count against the salary cap. Yeah. Speaking mm-hmm. of salary cap, did you see the story about the Giants? They had no idea that they were going to be over the salary cap until they got a call from the league office this morning, <laughs> and then they had to restructure like Kyle Rudolph's uh, contract and add somebody else. How do they what not do, know what that? a shitty GM. How do you not know? <laughs> oh, I bet I bet oh, they shit. knew. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just oh, see what happens. Sneak it by. You know, I was uh, sorry. I was I was coaching the team. I wasn't paying attention to, <laughs> they, to the lineup. Uh, uh, hey Goodell, my hey, bad about that. I got real drunk last night. Signed like nine guys. <laughs> hey, hey Commish, <laughs> could you uh, could you fix this for me, Commish? Um, I, I fucked up. I showed that you signed Kelvin Benjamin the preseason. Did you mean to do that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna babysit your roster uh, and your salary. Thank I'm, you very much. I'm gonna level with you, Roger. That Kelvin Benjamin setting was intentional. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it would be funny. <laughs> and then he stole food from us. Yeah. yeah. So, again, I was pretty drunk. I uh, thought it would be pretty funny. I signed this guy. Fucking Queen Latifah looking at Turns us. out I got too drunk and uh, <laughs> something bad happened. All right. You want to talk about real injuries? Uh, yeah. So, well, you mean the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. Uh, we'll uh, talk about them. Yeah, their entire team. Um, Chris Godwin over the season tore his ACL. Uh, That's Leonard, nuts, Fo- by Leonard the way. Fournette. So what's nuts about it was he was trying to come back. Into he's, the he was the running sideline. on the sidelines. He was yeah. like jumping. Yeah, he's like, coach, I'm good. I'm good. And go. And then game ends. Gets an MRI torn ACL. It's like what? I know it's a contract year, but like you know, you fix your calm leg. down, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> I love Chris Godwin though. I do. I love him. Every, yeah, I don't know how anybody can't love him. Uh, I, I mean, the fact that he was trying to get back onto the field is a lot of coaches are going to look at that and love that too. They're going to yeah. go, "This guy is." A I mean, granted, they're going to go, "He's a fucking idiot." Granted, he's not going to play the first eight weeks of next season. Yeah, but he's worth the money That's because the he's hardest, tough. The hardest thing that he's going to have to deal with is now an ACL coming off an ACL and no training camp. As you know what? You know what? The team, best he's thing he can do with the Bucks. The best thing he can do is do H-H. exactly what Will Fuller did and get a one-year deal or Juju do the one-year deal with your team, get that money. I mean, it didn't work out for Juju. Didn't work out for Will Fuller, but get that. <laughs> but one. it'll work out for Chris. God. But I'm just saying, like, just sign that one more year, show that you're fantastic the last eight weeks of the year, and then go get the big contract. And, yeah, and I don't again, think I take what Will Fuller that, did one step further and follow him again and do a bunch of steroids in HGH and get that <laughs> knee back for week one. Be ready to go. Take your three or four week suspension and then rock. You know, twenty point games for. I don't weeks. think at this point it's a one. I, I think Chris Godwin is going to have a market, regardless if he can play eight weeks or not. 
we, we saw guys going after. And the Patriots said the that they were ready to offer him a massive. I mean, they were they were after Kenny Galladay, and Kenny Galladay wasn't even supposed to start the season. Yeah, yeah. fucking dancer. I, I heard the Patriots were after Allen Robinson for years. Like, there's a lot of teams that have been coveting a number one wide receiver for a pl- you know plenty of time, and and I think they'll take they'll they'll wait they'll take their I, time. I, I I'll, I'll be honest, I, but but I also the, wouldn't do it if I'm Chris Godwin. If you're the Patriots, do you take Allen Robinson or Chris Godwin? If you you know all things uh, being equal, Chris if Godwin. I'm the New England Patriots with Bill Belichick as my GM, I'm signing Allen Robinson because he's older and cheaper. But I want Chris Godwin as a Patriots fan. Yeah, like <laughs> I what do you think is going to happen? Chris Godwin's exactly. a better wide receiver, right? Yeah, if you're running the team, Chris Godwin's your guy. Yeah, if you're guessing what's going to happen with Bill Belichick currently running the team, I'd agree. Allen Robinson is, right. is yeah, the fit. Well, I mean, if it's Bill Belichick, it'll be like. MVS. Oh, yeah. AJ Green. Yeah. Oh, AJ Green's been healthy for a year. Larry Fitzgerald comes out of retirement. Oh, Mike Williams. We finally get him. Mike Williams did good. Hey, Calvin. Calvin, you're only 36. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Well, sticking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Leonard Fournette's hamstring isn't attached to his body. Uh, so he that might be bad. on the eye. That did not look good. It looked bad. D- didn't look good. I'm going to guess it's still attached because he limped off the field with, well, some, with some help being carried. Yeah, I, I was exaggerating. Yeah, but it looks bad. I mean, he's. I think they, I read a report that said he's likely going to uh, IR now. Yes. So they've upgraded from possibly to likely. His his injury reminds me a lot of what happened to Danny Amendola in about that 2015 area and then exactly what happened to Austin Eckler last year. And that was a significant, like, I think they call it like, not tier three or, or grade three hamstring uh, pull or strain or whatever. And, you know, Amendola needed surgery. Yeah, but it partially detaches from the... I, does a hand and and even if it, even if his didn't so connects to a bone, so it's partially detached from the bone, right? And even if his didn't detach, it's definitely not grade one. It's not or or, or I mean I'm, I'm not a doctor, but it's not a simple hamstring. It's not a strain. Injury. He's not he's not day to day. He's not week to week. He's going to IR. Right. Uh, he's missing time. And yeah. and if and if the conversation is does he go to the IR or not, you can kiss him goodbye for fantasy. Fantasy or two weeks left. Two weeks left. <laughs> like yeah, it's right. not like oh it's the IR or uh, he misses a week. Right. If he's like, on what? IR, you drop him unless you're in a keeper league. At this point, he's done. Yeah, I didn't mean to make that trade. I'll talk to the commissioner about uh, <laughs> potentially reversing he went that trade. Off. For you, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Did he? I don't know. Want your first uh, round pick back? Because it looks like he's going to be pick fourteen now. <laughs> uh, Mike Evans week to week, uh, which makes me curious: Is Mike Evans truly hurt? And it's they're going to be out with Chris Godwin and London Fournette, and Mike Evans is the least hurt out of the three, so they have to have positive news, or is he really hurt? Because he never you, came back. I'll tell you what, right now. Bruce Arians wants one healthy player for the for the postseason. Yeah. So Mike and Evans is so going to be Tom sitting. Brady. Yeah, and ta- exactly. So Mike Evans, I don't give it. I don't think they give a shit what his injury is. I think they keep him out next week because they need something in for the for the postseason. Because they have right now Tyler Johnson, they have him. Antonio Brown might be coming back, so that's interesting. Yeah, um, I mean they still got Scotty Miller, Jalen Darden. Not that these guys are good. Jalen Darden, I don't give a fuck. Ty- yeah, fuck actually, Tyler Johnson showed some flashiness. But the Buccaneers are one win behind the Packers. So to punt it and say we're not we're not even going to try to win this game, we're going to sit Mike Evans out. We don't have a running back. Really, I mean Rojo's going to come in, but we don't. Run, don't I don't, don't they have nine wins? Right? They have ten. Ten. So they're they're one, getting the pa- wild card spot. Packers are eleven and three. Buccaneers are ten and four. I wouldn't. Tra- they're st- they're I wouldn't still leading their division. They're not getting the wild card spot, but they're they're one game yeah. behind the Packers for a bye. So if Mike oh. Evans is dinged up, I, I want that fucking saying. bye. I see what you're saying. No, I'm still not starting Mike Evans. Yeah, I mean it. It will be interesting. I will uh, point out that I think Keyshawn Vaughn is going to be a hot waiver target. Uh, Tom he played, Brady. He was, played more than Ronald Jones. He, Tom Brady was visibly upset with Keyshawn Vaughn. Well, that is true too. Multiple times. Yeah. And if you if you've ever followed Tom Brady, I saw that with Ty- I saw that with Tyler Johnson too. By the way, um, I thought but, Tyler Johnson actually showed some athleticism where Keyshawn Vaughn was blocking assignments. He sucked at running. He dropped. He was asking Tom Brady what route to Keyshawn run. Keyshawn Vaughn looked. Uh, I completely agree. I have no idea why he was in other than Ronald Jones, but Keyshawn Vaughn looked. Geo was. I don't think Geo was active, but yeah. Key, Keyshawn Vaughn looked like he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. Like he, he was really asking didn't. Tom and he, Brady, and to he play. was and he was 
playing more than Ronald Jones. Like I, I get it. Ronald Jones can't catch. They know that. That's why he's not in because they'd rather a Geo or a Vaughn who can catch rather than Ronald Jones. But still, you have three fucking tight ends on your roster. Like use is one of this, them. Is this the reason they signed LaBelle? So LaBelle signs with pe- with uh, the Buccaneers. Le Buccaneers Bell don't can, have a pass catching Le back. Buck and one pass pass catch and, and pass block, block yeah. which are the two things that. People give a shit about when you're looking at veteran running backs late in the season to add to maybe push yourself over the edge to win a championship. I really honestly wouldn't be surprised if Lev Bell is 30% snap share this week, week 17, fucking 60. Yeah. Like, I would not be surprised because he can run it up the gut. He can run it outside. I don't care if he's 28 or 29 or whatever. He can pass catch. The others can't. Yeah, and, the- and that's what they want. That's why Leonard Fournette, who, while had struggles pe- catching the ball last year, has done okay at it this year. That's why he He's- got the job and Ronald Jones didn't, because he can catch. And and I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not saying this to hype you up and go pick up Lev Bell. I think you're an idiot. He's already on, he, well, he's already on my team in Dallas. <laughs> I'm not suggesting go pick up Lev Bell and play him this week. But... For NFL purposes, it's a good move for them, and I think Lev well, Bell will be. And as nice. the week goes on, we may change our tune and say start Lev Bell because nine hundred more running backs could hit COVID list and well, injuries. Yeah, that's true too. I yeah. mean, he could end up being a dart throw. Uh, it was more or less the fact that I think a lot of people, if you're looking at the situation, you're saying, "Oh, Keyshawn Vaughn could be a guy that I could pick up and start." No, he's not. You need to. You need to think again. Uh, I love that levels in the in the NFL again. He also wants to fight Jake Paul, so that's something we might have to cover at some point. Uh, okay, so off of the box, Julio Jones. What do you know? Hamstring. Uh, it has a hamstring injury. Uh, at the same time, following all of that, they actually designated AJ Brown to return. Right. Uh, but I think AJ Brown's designation to return, they hinted at, would be more or less of. The what, NFL like playoffs, playoffs and not the fantasy playoffs. And that's you're talking about mailing it in for the playoffs. Like that's what Tennessee's doing right now. They know they're getting Henry back, you know, in week one of playoffs. Yeah. They know they're getting AJ Brown back then. Like they had a hot start and they won again. You know, so yeah. they're they're really just kind of coasting. And they're somehow managing, like you said, to still win as the Patriots lost and the Chiefs, I mean Right. One, but have a tough schedule as they as they head down the stretch. They play the Broncos. Um, to the Titans, it doesn't matter for the bye because they know that they're a couple weeks away from getting Derek Derrick Henry back. The, I yeah. heard Derrick Henry is running, cutting. I heard I heard Derrick Henry's re- Henry is ready to come back now. I mean, he was hell. He was ready to come back right after he got hurt. Well, I could have used them this week. <laughs> yeah, I, me too. But I <laughs> mean, the Chiefs play the Steelers, the Bengals, and the Broncos. That's three games that are. Let's call them 50-50 kind of pickums. I mean, I think the Chiefs have the edge, but if they're missing guys because of COVID, that's a problem. The Titans, on the other hand, play the, the Niners, the Dolphins, and the Texans. I mean, te- the yeah. the, tech, uh, the Titans go out and win two out of three of those games. The Chiefs law, uh, drop mean, two out of lean, three, yeah, and they're in the one Jerry, seed. Jerry McNichols can run just, all over it all. Doesn't, of those yeah, games. and Dante Form, just lean on that offensive line. That offensive line is fan fucking fantastic. Just lean on. Yep. Like they, they've had the weirdest names. Again, we actually that's, this is something we talked about. Dante Foreman, first successful player to come back after an Achilles tear. Yeah, and and it's really all because of the offensive line. I was going to say it took it, it took a, it took a couple years. It took a long time. Yeah. But um, he's, he's, but that's relevant to note if you're listening. Cam Akers Achilles tear. We'll we'll see what actually happens with him. Marlon Mack is another one. But yeah, it leaves some hope for. Yeah, I mean, we don't really have a lot of precedent. We don't have a lot Those of are the only historical three. players that we can talk about that are young-ish Achilles tears that play that, that position. That play too. that position, right, exactly. So um, definitely interesting to look at. I love the Marlon Mack uh, wrinkle to it, too. I mean, that means that if he can finally get the fuck off the Colts. Yeah, I mean, yeah, who, he has no he, business being on the Colts. I, I was going to say, he should not be on the Colts. A, a team like Miami... Should have been in the market Absolutely. for Marlon Mack. I would think any team he goes to next year, and this is, Dante Foreman had to land with three or four other teams before he started to play and, and do good, and things happened, had to happen. But Marlon Mack, you know, was a good running back. They were talking about him, you know, a thousand yard rusher prior, you know, uh, to his injury. If he gets to, like you said, the Miami, I don't want to repeat it, but there's a shot there's a shot he's young enough to do it yeah he's still young he still looked effective even when he played in limited uh snaps this year and there i think there is something to the fact that the colts didn't trade him because i think if they their, their thought process is that if something happens to jt then they have marlon mack who's right. a suitable 
fill in. He's not gonna. He's not a world beater. He's not game. JT, but he's something, and he's decent. Well, above average. He's better than uh, Jordan Wilkins, right? And he's better between the tackles than Naheem Hines, so. right? Absolutely. Naheem and, Hines and, and is he a can, nice little player. And he can by the catch. Way. Yeah. Uh, I just got Madden twenty two, and Naheem Hines saw on the trade block and is doing every power, like every <laughs> ounce of my will, not to just be like, I'm gonna fucking cheat the system when I go get myself Naheem Hines and just call it a day. Trying to do it as a Patriots, trying to understand the control. It, it's. A convoluted clusterfuck, Madden. Tw- I haven't do the tutorials. Yeah, you, haven't, you haven't played for, next gen. For, if you do the I, tutorials, I you'll you learn a little bit. Uh, yeah, for the the listeners, I haven't played since '07. Since Vic <laughs> was on the, it was that '05. I think you had Sean Alexander. That was it 06. might have been. It, it's been a very long time. I picked up Call of Duty and I was texting Brickley and I was like, "What is happening? I feel like I'm, oh, dude, I'm I like I, possibly, I'm having a seizure. I couldn't pick up COD anymore. My last time was Modern Warfare Two, and that was pre Black Ops. <laughs> I played Red Dead Redemption, and I'm like, "This is this is my pace. Yeah, you just this cruise is around like. on your horse yeah. and." I'm just, I'm just so upset. I, you know, how many times I've, I've gone to a legendary uh, area and a bounty hunters come after me because, so I'm oh, doing yeah. a second playthrough and I refuse to pay my bounty because yeah. I'm like, you know what, fuck you guys. I, I figured out everything, and uh, I refuse to pay it. So I'm always getting hunted by bounty hunters, so I can never hunt the legendary animal. <laughs> so they're always like, oh, there's too much activity going on. I'm like, oh, well, all right, now I guess I'll camp for 72 hours. It'll be fine. All right, back to fantasy football. Uh, uh, Craig's note: Teddy head hurt. Uh, Teddy hurt head. Uh, he's out. Yeah, he got stretchered. Uh, I, 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 it's not good. It's not funny because he was in the hospital, um, and it was like actively being updated. I mean, yeah. between him and Parham, oh, yeah. the the concussions this right. week brutal. Teddy Bridgewater uh, carted off of that game. Yeah. They, did they say already he stayed came over. Out. They he's already okay. came out and said Drew Locke starting next yeah. week. They well, said Drew Locke starting, but they Teddy said Teddy's can. good. He's got movement in his extremities. Yeah. He's he's. Uh, you know, awake and whatever. Um, the t- the team also kind of just knows that it's a lost cause this year. Oh, Donald Parham was released from the hospital. As <coughs> he well. was. He was. Took yeah, him two days. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's good. It's 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 scary. I mean, the game of football is scary. Well, thankfully, I mean, we have not had another um, situation for the Pittsburgh linebacker. That the fact that Shazier, even, Shazier yeah. we have not had that. Yeah, Since, I mean, so and, and and the Parham one was just so par- jarring because it was essentially non-contact. I mean, he dove for a ball, his landed weird, and hit his head hit like really hard yeah. on the ground. Like it's just it shocking will, how easily that can happen. What was the uh, word that he was doing? Because it's it's not seizuring um, when his arms were shaking and everybody was like. Oh, he's moving his finger. I think Joe Buck got on it, and he's like, "Oh, he's moving his he fingers." Said, and then you he, were like, "Yeah, no, it's, it's, that's, that's like not a good sign." Yeah, when you're out cold like that, it's just reflexive. It's almost reflexive. like it's almost like uh, like an electrical sing- signal being sent down your arm to try to so wake spasming, it back up, yeah. and you're just you're, you're twitching, you're, you're freaking out, and your body. I mean, you have no idea that you're doing it. And Joe Buck goes, "Oh, it might be shivering. He looks a little cold out there today." Joe like, Buck, Joe Buck, fucking thanks. Go get more way. hair plugs and almost die. Like, uh, I if if there was ever a straw to fire Joe Buck, this should be the one. I don't yeah. I don't know. I hate Joe Buck. Not a fan of Joe Buck or Troy Aikman. Uh, Craig, you're giving me a very sour. No, look. I don't like Joe Buck. I've never liked no. Joe Buck. He even does uh, baseball. I don't like Joe Buck. Uh, so anyway, concussions terrible. Uh, if there's anything close to the Shazier thing, I think it actually might be the Parham one. Uh, Teddy's looked terrible. What a what a sad career for a talented player with yeah. his knee injury in Minnesota and now in there. So we saw, uh, Drew Locke goes in, though. It could be very interesting for those wide receivers with Drew Locke. It can completely could, it, different It could be, but it wasn't. I'm and, <laughs> it, and it's been multiple times, and Drew Locke, honest to God, is a space cadet. He is what – he's a poor man's Jared Goff. <gasps> He he has yeah, what about the a arm, Jay Cutler? He has a less arm. No, Jay Cutler was great. Um, <laughs> Smoking he has, Jay. Smoking. <laughs> he has less arm talent than Jared Goff and the same IQ. Like it's just there's nothing there. So between worse the years. Jared Goff. But he's I want worse Jared Goff. I want to say Jared the Goff. same exact point I made last year. He now has nothing to lose. He's playing quarterback. He'll probably get finally some first team reps in practice this week. Anything can happen. If he goes out there and just says, fuck this, I'm slinging it, I need to put on a show and try to get on a different team this year because the yeah. Broncos have disrespected have ever, me. Have you ever seen the movie? Goes, have you ever seen the TV show the Blue Mountain or State? Texas. Yes. So yes. That's what Drew Locke has become. He has become the backup quarterback, and that has been his persona the rest of the year, though. Last year, he was a starter. This year, 
he just mailed well, it. Well, you remember in. the story of how he like finally final nail in the coffin lost his job was the story came out about they took their uh contact tracing necklaces off yes. in the quarterback room and that was all oh, his call yeah. and that was the week yes. that kendall hinton had to start yep and he was he was the one that said he called a meeting and then said yeah everybody just put your uh contact tracing things in, like in four different, different corners yeah and then we'll just have the meeting we'll all huddle around the computer and, and, and look at the tape and all this stuff right and then they had a video camera in the room watching the whole fucking thing happen and goodell looks at the tape and goes is this guy fucking serious he's a fucking idiot he's an idiot <laughs> so and, he's a moron and the team's like Teddy Bridgewater is the fucking quarterback. That solves it. Yeah. So I mean, he did have a he, decent I mean, preseason, will, but whatever. I mean, it, it turned out to be what it was. I'm like, I'm such a Drew Locke like fan. Not like a, I mean, I'm not going to buy. A I like jersey, his personality. But, yeah. But I also like my personality. A I lot just, of people don't like me. I just I want to see him succeed. We, we like you. Grant. I doubt it's, it's gonna okay. happen. It's okay. Uh, He's not we, a successful we, quarterback. I need Judy we, to but you be know what? Better. What what do we? No, need? I know. We're and believe me, idiots. I fucking Cortland Sutton has had three points in the last eight games combined. Yeah, Cortland Sutton sucks this year. It's and not his it's fault. Not him. Yeah, it's not him. It's not Jerry Judy's fault. It's not Noah Fant's fault. It's the quarterback play. Well, hopefully they get a better quarterback. I'm telling you right now that this is all a Deshaun Watson play. That's that's who this is. That's all it is. That's what it is. It's not Aaron. It's not Aaron Rodgers. It'll Deshaun be Watson. it'll be Deshaun Watson. I mean, if you're if you're the Denver Broncos, who do you want? Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun Watson? Aaron Rodgers is going to the Raiders. You heard it here first. Uh, all right, we're gonna Same get we're gonna, we're gonna move on to one of those. Uh, we're, wide receiver. We're gonna we're gonna move on to uh, studs and duds. I know this is something. Scotty, unfortunately, he can't be here with us. Um, but I know something he wanted to go over. Uh, Craig, tell us the studs of the week. Uh, Craig. Yeah, Craig. Yeah, Cra- Craig Reynolds. <laughs> it's just a little joke. I uh, like the fact that there's a Craig in the NFL. <laughs> Who had 112 I, I'm telling yards. you, I put in Craig on sleeper. Four came up. <laughs> the rest are like offensive linemen. Craig, uh, well. Hey, yo, yeah. Craig. What's up, Day-Day? So, yeah, Craig Reynolds ended up going for 112 yards, led the day on Sunday. Yeah. You don't get fired on your day off. (laughs) You must fire it. You ain't got no job to do. Uh, Yeah, no. So, when you uh, you guys are talking in Slack and you're like Reynolds or whoever the fuck else. You were thinking Josh Reynolds. I thought you were talking about Josh Reynolds the entire time (laughs) I was making my decision. Dude, last week I had, um, which is an even more bizarre name. But I had at least thought of it because, you know, they had Jamar Jefferson and then um, something Iguabuque. And I was <laughs> I was like, oh, well, Iguabuque. And then all of a sudden, this guy, fucking Craig Reynolds, comes out of nowhere. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy wearing? Number 46. And then yeah, all of a sudden. Fullback number. Exactly. Adam Schefter comes out and goes, oh, they love him. Oh, I kept it a secret. And he's like pounding his fist on the table on uh, NFL Network. I'm like, why are you keeping a secret, you dick? And um, <laughs> you're not doing your job, Schefter. So they, they signed him to the active roster, too, so that it's not only that he did well. They, it's a vote of confidence. They've signed him. He's not going back to the to the practice squad. Um, the interesting thing will be when DeAndre Swift comes back, if he comes well, back. Well, so Swift may not come back for a while. The, the, you know, While he is not on IR, they did say that it should be a three- to four-week injury. Yeah. Uh, Jamal Williams is not on the COVID segment, but he was he's still on COVID, the COVID list. Uh, so he's still showing well, the, symptoms, yeah. Right. But, I mean, we went over the players that were added. No, exactly. Yeah. So, so I mean, when Williams comes back, it's obviously Williams' job. But Reynolds is going to be involved. It's not it's not Jamar Jefferson that was drafted. You know, this guy has been in the league for about three years. Like, I don't know where he came from, but hey, he's 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 on the so, team. They want to play him. I actually knew about. I actually knew who Craig Reynolds was because he was on Washington's practice squad. Uh, I think a year ago or two years ago, and it oh, was a dynasty Bryce guy. Bryce Love thing. It was a de- well, yeah. I loved Bryce Love. I still love Bryce Love. Uh, and I knew who Craig Reynolds was because of that. Now, Craig Reynolds, 112 yards. Nobody knows who this guy is. He was my dart throw. He did not win. No, he did not. He rushed for 112 yards as a no, dart throw and didn't win because who won? I'm not sure. Did I win? It's Duke Johnson. It's, it's, oh, Duke, Duke Johnson won. It's the, it's the greatest unsigned free agent all season. He signed, he signed the day before the Miami game and rushed for 107 yards You've and two said touchdowns. all year, how the hell does he not have a job? And here he comes. So if I'm Miami, so Duke Johnson shows up on the list. Uh, I'll, I'll mention the guys before. Jeff Wilson, 110 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. Deontay Foreman, 108 yards. Duke Johnson, 107 yards, uh, two touchdowns. Yeah. 
If you're Miami, how do you give the ball to anybody but Duke Johnson right now? Oh, you, you absolutely don't. Because here's the thing. Miles uh, Gaskin has proven he can't catch. Salvan Ahmed can, can't pass block. Duke Johnson, total package. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, as long as you have Jalen Waddle dinged up or out with COVID or whatever the hell his injury is, I mean, Duke Johnson has passing work that he can handle too, like left and yep. right, slot, slot routes, no problem. It's He's a no-brainer. well-versed in everything football-related. Stupid that he wasn't signed earlier, so. Well, good on Miami for making a decision at their good running back you. corpse. Yeah. Good on uh, you for mate. Finally to do it, but then Tua sucked, so. They, yeah. They almost lost yeah. the game. Did they lose the game? The Jets played them. I, I can't remember. No, I, think- I, I believe Miami ended up winning the game. Uh, I don't know the score off the top of my head. Not exactly a game I was in tune with. No. Uh, Hunter Henry, Brandon Cooks, and Monroe St. Brown, they round out kind of our stud segment. Yeah. I mean, you talk about a tight end stud. Wide receiver stud in Brandon Cooks. I have him in a full point PPR league. It's about 30 points. Brandon Cooper, Cooks, Cooper, Cooper right Cup now. did just go over him, but Brandon Cooks went, might be, uh, you know, it, you want to talk about the the uh, most underrated player of the year. Diamond in the rough. Yeah. Most underrated Steel player of the, of the year. Stealing yeah. a draft. If you drafted Brandon was, Cooks in like the seventh round. It was all in front of our faces. We just didn't want to see We it. didn't want to oh, accept Kid it. in my league had him as a 10th round keeper, and we shit, we shit on him just relentlessly. You He's fucking idiot. Him. He's on Houston, you fucking loser, you dumb moron. And the whole season, he's like, ah, I'm killing it. <laughs> also, Dolphins won 31-24 over the Jets. 31-20. It was, yep. it was close for a very long time. It was, they uh, did have to pull away at the end, I think. I Amon Ross St. Brown, very interesting. That was, a good, uh, that was a good showing of him. That was a good showing of the entire Detroit Lions. Yeah, I mean. Now no Jerry Goff, though. Correct. He could still and, make his comeback, but yeah. As much as I don't like Jared Goff. He he's better than probably whoever their backup is, unless it's uh, oh, David no, Blau. Oh no, it's David Blau, of course, dude. Okay, <laughs> my bad. I mean, uh, David Blau's wife could be a pretty good quarterback. The Cardinals. She's an she, she's an she, Olympian. I was gonna say, she sounds like she's a better athlete than David Blau is. Well, the the Cardinals just absolutely screwed themselves though with that loss to the to the Lions. I mean, they now play the Colts and the Cowboys and the Seahawks, but the Colts and the Cowboys. They have not so, looked good even in the game before that, and that probably helps them lose the NFC West. Uh, Divisional uh, hot take: uh, The Cardinals and the Bills are the biggest frauds in the NFL. Yep, Car- <laughs> Cardinals are starting to look like frauds for sure. Because uh, Kyler Murray probably isn't a very good quarterback. Yeah, he. I mean, when they have not had Hopkins, they've looked poor. Uh, they look poor with Hopkins. Yeah, no. Cardinals and Rams are tied at ten. Well, and I mean, four, they were I mean. ten and two. Yeah, it's just a hot take, of mine. Anyway, uh, uh, duds. We only, we only have three of them. Najee Harris bent me over in a league. Uh, he looked uh, bad. He just looked bad. I, it, I, there's a lot of promising things about Najee Harris coming out of out of college. Uh, him being on the Steelers might be one of the biggest. No, that just sucks. I mean, their offensive line is one of the worst in the league. And the offense can't move the ball. Oh, Big God, Ben is terrible. Line. Yeah, it was 10 for like 12. 12 attempts, 18 yards. It's disgusting. I mean, I'm literally watching the game on Tuesday, right, or the the game cast or whatever, rooting for other players to do bad because Najee Harris let me down so much. I needed to win the matchup. I won the matchup, eighty-seven to eighty-five, but he scored three points. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as as a whole in the season, though, it, it sucks that his really one bad game or his worst week by a long shot has come. As you're in fantasy playoffs, you know, he was a very consistent. Yeah, I mean, he he was consistent. It's just eye opening to me. He got the numbers the 20, 21, 26 attempts, 22. I mean, he had the numbers. The 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 efficiency was never there. The efficiency has never been there. And and just real quick on the Najee Harris thing, because I think going into 2022, Najee Harris could potentially be fool's gold if this Steelers team remains the same. He's only you're over talking about four a guy, yards a carry four times on the season. And you're talking about a guy who's going to end up finishing as probably a top five, top eight running back. Uh, he's Purely volume, RB4 yeah. right now. Yeah. He reminds and, me a lot of he, Josh Jacobs. And he's <laughs> and he's only there because of volume oh. and certain things. So anyway, uh, I'll digress off of uh, Joe Mixon. Like. <laughs> or, uh, Joe Mixon busts. He's a dud this week. 6.5 points. He's been a dud the last three weeks. Uh, 9.47 that, that points. That was, not looked and good. he was killing it. Everyone's like, Joe Mixon's back. And here we are. <laughs> that, yeah, but you know what? I will I'll get, I will continue to give Joe Mixon 
the benefit of the doubt right now because the entire Bengals team looks bad. I mean, you, Burrow looks bad. You do need to Jamar consider. Jamar Chase looks bad. Like you need to consider as well that he's played the Chargers, San Fran, and Denver three weeks in a row. I mean, those are those three are teams that are tough. Well, good gets, against the run. He gets Baltimore. Right now he gets Baltimore, and then he gets Casey and Cleveland. Like he doesn't have an easier schedule coming his way either. So. It's troubling that this there could be more of the same of this as you continue to have to start him. I mean, he's still RB5 on the season. He hasn't dipped over the last couple of weeks. I mean, this could still update, but um, even with those performances, he's still at RB5, but you're in playoffs now. I, I would still and give that. Playoffs. He was, he was hurt a little bit practice. towards the end of the game. Yeah. So if he's hurt, it's, I mean, they have Samaj Pirine, who, while has been poor in the past, he's been fine this year. So it... it, it you know he's gone from the the twenties uh, of an attempts down to the teens now. So we are we are talking about a, a lower workload. I mean you're still going to play him. I, I don't know. You have to. You, you yeah. You can't bench. You can't him. really find another uh, running back to to play over him. He's 100 percent rostered. There we go. I Duke, him, Duke Johnson or Joe Mixon. I benched him for uh, Chris Godwin. That didn't really Joe, work I'll, out. I'll but play it's him. like a point difference. I'll play Joe Mixon because I who know the hell who the uh, hell knows what Brian Flores is going to do. A guy that uh, one of our TSF guys wanted to bench this week, but just just didn't want to pull the trigger. Corey Dows <laughs> wanted to sit Alvin Kamara and pulled it back in the last second. Which good on you, man, for identifying it. Probably shouldn't start Alvin Kamara. It's just really really hard when we talk about these like top six guys and be like, hey, you should sit this guy. Yeah, I was sitting right here with you, and I said, you know what? I'd sit Alvin Kamara this week. And then you said, are you serious? And I said, yeah, I think so. He's playing Tampa. Not Nobody really has a lot of success against him. I'd probably sit him. And then we went to do the podcast, and I said, I do not have the balls to make this statement on <laughs> well, live on air. So, Well, and I, I actually want to give you credit, right? Because you identified he's not going to have a good game. And in, in, in the conversation wasn't even so much like, do you have the balls to do it? Who do you suggest playing over Alvin Kamara? Right in right. in a COVID week right. where our leading rushers were Craig Reynolds, Jeff Wilson, Deontay Foreman, and Duke Johnson, you're starting Kamara. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like you're not. And not then I ended up him, sitting but. Josh Jacobs, who got ten point nine, so just enough to fuck yeah. me. And really, I'm going to take a miss on that at ten point nine, which sucks. But and he had a poor game too. I mean, yeah, he, he didn't play well he, at all. He had like three point two yards per carry. Like uh, that. Don't even get me started on that. The flip that side is line. that the, offensive line is horrible. The flip side, which gives me no leg to stand on, is that I suggested that you start Michael Carter, who scored two point five points. So yeah. if that was it's my it's suggestion, always, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I also I, I said to start uh, Chase Edmonds this week and Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders, I got right, but Chase Edmonds, I did not. Yeah, Miles Sanders, you hit out of the ballpark, but. Um, yeah, Chase Edmonds just can't. Uh, Patterson. Well, the guy you should have started all year long is now. Yeah, it's finally rightfully so. The manager that has Cordell Patterson is going to get him to suck in the first so, week of fantasy I'm playoffs. I'm so happy that you probably lost your fantasy playoffs. You somehow you did skated not. in on picking Cordell fucking Patterson up, and he crushed it for you all season. And now you can just fucking get out of the playoffs. Cordero you don't even Patterson belong here. Patterson is probably the nicest person in the entire world, but fuck him. I don't even care about him. I just <laughs> no, care about him. I care about the I'm, shitty fantasy the owner manager, that picked him up. The manager that, that I mean. all year long is like, oh, I got the guy. I got the gadget guy. Yeah, and whoever said, oh, man, I knew he was going to be sick. Yeah, yeah, fuck you. Bullshit. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, I, it, I'm it, so glad you're out of the playoffs, you bum. There, there are backfields in which we'll say, hey, try and fix your lineup if there's an injury or a COVID thing or the guy's not performing. Just stay the fuck away from Atlanta's backfield. Like, you know, you just don't want to just touch stay it. Stay away from Atlanta. Uh, if you Even Kyle did, Pitts is If doing you did hey, not. It, Russell Gage is nasty. <laughs> He's back. That was good. Uh, okay. But Mike right. Davis sucks, too. It's like, like, like you said. Well, it's like catch 22. Stay away. There. Their best players like, also just quit. So It's not just like, oh, Cordero Patterson <laughs> or Mike Davis has to get the ball and probably play. Nope. They can both suck, and they both will because they suck. The team's bad. It's, yeah, it's not a good team. No uh, line, no passing game. If Would you suggest playing Cordero Patterson next week? I mean, <sighs> as I check my phone if, to find out. Listen, every play. time I've said to sit him, he goes off, so I'm just going to stay silent. <laughs> Let yeah. you make your own decision. Yeah, they, make your uh, own fucking Atlanta decision. Atlanta plays Detroit. Yeah, I'll probably play him. <laughs> yeah, right. After that whole tirade, yeah, yeah. I'd probably, no, probably yeah. have to yeah. play him. I mean, no. he, he I have, yeah, you have to play him. Yeah, against Detroit. <laughs> I, yeah, say, I say it all the time, too. Like, playoffs are not a time to get cute. It's the time to trust the guys who got you there. Even if Cordell has no, a bum week, I would have told you to. Yeah, I would have told you to start Cordell Patterson this week, but I'm happy I would have been wrong. Yeah, I mean, we, we had, I mean, most... 
fantasy managers who have been doing this for a while know who Corderell Patterson is. Know him from his Viking days when he absolutely right. exploded He's and then died and then did nothing in the league for a long time. And now he is resurrected 10 years later. We all know who Corderell Patterson was in Minnesota. If you don't know Corderell Patterson in Minnesota, you're a noob. Uh, get out of the game. Don't appreciate it. Go look it up. Oh, uh, Could you imagine kids that just started fantasy football and they're like, Cordell Patterson's fucking nasty. <laughs> dude, next, dude next year, bro, I'm fucking taking him top five. First round. Yeah. I, took, I hope you do. Uh, after <laughs> Get the any year, space in that league? <laughs> after the year that Corderell Patterson exploded, I drafted Corderell Patterson in the third round. In one of my in one of my fantasy leagues, and I could not have been so much more wrong. I wish I could go back and look at some of those like my biggest busts of all my drafts. Like, no, I don't. I don't. Do, I don't I think I ever want to do that. I know. I know. AJ Green's on there from the year he didn't play a fucking single <laughs> I game. Once, and I held him for the whole season. I once drafted Romeo Langford in the third round. Chicago Bears. He had the job. Yeah, Jeremy for, Langford. Jeremy Langford. Sorry, Romeo Langford's the the the, the forward for the Celtics. Um, <laughs> that's why I didn't even bat an eye. I was like, I know that name. Okay, right. uh, Sounds about right. Yeah, this was, I mean, I was mid draft. I had someone tear an ACL or whatever. And I was like, I need to run it back. Well, no, no. The, I'm sorry. That was a different, that was a different scenario. But, uh, Jeremy Langford. Yeah. And he lost the job. He had it for all, but like one tweet. And, <laughs> And I was like, oh, I got this guy. I got the Yeah, no, I passed up Lev Bell. There, there's been plenty of guys oh. like that. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm trying to think of the guy. Uh, look at my inaugural dynasty draft. You could pick any of these guys. James Conner, 46 bucks. What are you talking about? James Conner, the Nick, best running back in the league. Yeah, right now. It took him three years. He's, Nick, he's also 26. Nikhil Harry, I put on a $15 oh, contract. Okay. Jimmy, well, I blame you on that one. Jimmy Garoppolo, I thought was going to be the next coming. I mean, Jesus Christ. He's look still at starting. Look at, that, look at that draft for a friggin' master class and how not to start it, a dynasty these guys, league. These guys are still in the NFL getting touches. Jeremy Langford is <laughs> flipping true. burgers gone. at McDonald's Just completely right gone. Okay? I, mean, I can't even you know, remember who guys, took his job. LJ Scott I signed in Dynasty and literally quit you know and, and legitimately is flipping burgers at McDonald's. Like, that is his job. You know who took his job? Attaboy. Fucking Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard was the one that took well, his job. So LJ Scott got cut by Philly for Jordan Howard and then LJ Scott went on to Cleveland's... Uh, practice squad got found out that news then quit the nfl and flipped burgers at mcdonald's and tweeted out i'm looking for an nfl team i'm working at a fast food restaurant let me know what's going like no lie no joke that is the events of things that happen and i had this guy on my dynasty team was like what what did i do (laughs) who is this guy Oh yeah, he plays for Michigan. Just I had a Bell played for Michigan. I had a I had a guy play in the AFL uh, before it was before the XFL, the one that failed like miserably within the first seven. Stats count. The stats count. (laughs) The one that um, Trent Richardson was the MVP in (laughs) the AFL. Oh, Uh, Trent Richardson tell you a lot right there. Uh, all right, we, we should probably stop this talk real quick. But uh, there's a lot of players that we could probably go around. You're going to talk about a good, uh, good little Coffee. segment. And, talk about and the all funny the, thing uh, is, is this all started because of Cordell Patterson, who was like <laughs> RB like seven this year. <laughs> He's 30 years old and came out like he came out of no. This is a guy I would just say he came out of nowhere because nobody playing fantasy football right now. The majority of people playing fantasy football do not remember 22 year old Cordell Patterson yeah. uh, for the Minnesota Vikings. The same way that I'll throw out the name Percy Harvin. Nobody's got any Thank idea you. who Percy, Percy Harvin was. The guy is. I was trying to think of this entire I mean, conversation. There's a ton of these guys that just like never panned out. Like maybe we had Peyton one good Hillis. year, you know, and they'll they, just pop off. Peyton Sydney Hillis made Rice. the like, cover. Who was who was the uh, who was the Cowboys running back years DeMarco ago? Murray? No, not Demarco it. Murray. Darren McFadden, not Darren McFadden. No, he, he was the Raiders. The Raiders. I no, I really have no idea what, what Marion Barber. Nope, not Marion. But I love Marion Barber. Love Marian By the Barber. way, Marion Barber and Lawrence Maroney in college probably the best running back duo Scary. ever. He killed, the, the, he killed that. He killed the guy. Uh, Zach Stacy. By the way, Zach another Stacey, name. Yeah. Oh, I would I would say Eddie Lacy too, but he uh, he actually had a couple good years yeah, before he turned was... into the cheeseburger man. All right, let's see. Can I find this real quick? I don't really know who you're talking about because I mean. DeMarco Murray came out of nowhere. He did. And he had a good career, but he, he did. All right. Well, we'll leave it at that. Maybe I'll tweet it out. Maybe I'll uh, say it on oh, the next podcast. Oh, Emmett Smith, obviously. Yeah, yeah Emmett Smith. Thank you very much. Uh, all right. This is uh, Podcast 183, Top Shell Fantasy, topshellfantasy.com, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Top Shelf, FNTSY. Top Shelf.
Top Shelf Fantasy. Stay fluid. Stay loose. Stay loose.